factories in partnerships with the Chinese manufacturers to get to where they are today. Right now, it's, it's like if you want to launch your business on Amazon, now you don't have to like count for six months. Now it's like week to three weeks and you're on Amazon already. Sometimes we got to work together to get there. But think about the savings. Think about the reduction in the headache. So you're going to have the extra work in the beginning. What are the most uh, pros and cons to work with Mexico? This is why we're doing a trade show. Because there are no, there's no Alibaba, right, for Mexico. Juniors, I was crying. And like, yeah, and like yesterday we got the inventory. I was like, oh, Amazon check-in. I was not expecting. And like we shipped. Hey guys, here is Isabella Reitz and Amy Weiss. We are in a new session with Amazon Made Simple. And everything we're trying to share with you is how to make your Amazon simple. Amy is a great lady, great entrepreneur. She has a lot of things to share. And we try to squeeze all info today just in 15, 20 minutes. Amy, hi. Thank you for being here today. Please tell me what we're actually going to share today sourcing a plus content copywriting so great great things you're actually doing but what is our focus on today well thank you isabella for having me um i am not short of words so i'm going to do my best to pack as much value into this 20 minutes as possible and we're going to talk about some advanced sourcing strategies today to help you ensure that you're going to get the right products at the right price from wherever you're sourcing, whether that be China or a new country that we're sourcing from recently, which is Mexico and Latin America. How would you think like people are trying to build a wall in between United States and Mexico, and now we're actually going to source from there. Okay, we're not going to talk about politics. However, I really want to know more about, uh, and my audience, of course, about sourcing from Mexico, because right now we know we all stock with uh, uh, shipments from China, and even we have the great prices. I know we have something that, like making Mexico winning right now. Yeah, so one really important thing to know about sourcing in general is that the more that you know about your manufacturing process, the better off you're going to be when you source. So we're all used to sourcing from China where we can show, you know, them a picture of something and we could say, can you give this to me? Can you make this for me? Can you put this in a package, right? Well, it's not like that in other countries. It took China like 30 years of people going over there, setting up factories in partnerships with the Chinese manufacturers to get to where they are today. So if we want to source outside of China, where we have free trade, like for example, in Mexico, we have free trade. That means no tariffs. That means in two days, you can get your products from Mexico to America. How amazing is that? And you're not paying tariffs. So it's really worth it to learn how to source from Mexico and Latin America. But the fundamental knowledge that you need to have, whether you're sourcing from China or whether you're sourcing from Latin America, is knowing your manufacturing process. So I want you to know what kind of factory you're working with. If you're making shirts, you're a cut and sew. 
You need to know what kind of machines cotton sew factories use because that's going to help you whether you're working with China or Mexico or India to find factories, right? So know what your manufacturing process is. That is step number one. Know what it's called in different languages. So understand how to search for that. And that's going to help you because there's no Alibaba or Mexico yet, right? So let's first of all, just learn your manufacturing process. Um, So we can source all kinds of things. We know we can source everything from China, right? But what can we source from Mexico? We can source things like ceramics, um, wood, home goods, um, leather, all kinds of gifting type of things. And that basic category that lots of us um, sell in already on Amazon. So it's a really great opportunity. So if we know our manufacturing process and we understand how to communicate with these manufacturers who might not be um, as far along as the manufacturers in China are, then we can do a really, really great job of sourcing from other countries out of China. So we want to be able to have those conversations. I will, I will interrupt you quickly here. So my main question uh, regarding like you mentioned the very good thing, like we have this mug, we want to manufacture this mug. And I've seen that your mug actually have some science on it. So when you're manufacturing in China, they can make for you any custom, any signs, they are ready to create any templates, molds, and everything else. What about Mexico? What about Latin America? Are they ready to customize your product or not? Yes. In fact, that's a really great question, Isabella. Many of the manufacturers are all, that's what they're already doing. They're buying raw materials from China and other countries, and they're doing those final customizations. So let's say that you're sourcing mugs, ceramics, really easy to source from Mexico, right? Well, they're already going to have the tools for customization. So think about this. Now you're reducing your lead times down to maybe a week or less, and then your shipping times have just become two days. Right now, it's like if you want to launch your business on Amazon, now you don't have to like count for six months. Now it's like week to three weeks and you're on Amazon already. Yes. And then it's ground transportation. So it's not, you don't have to wait, right? For And then it's free trade. So you don't, what you can do is there's lots of also logistics and warehousing in Mexico. So that's the other thing that we can think about. Many of us are struggling right now. Amazon has inventory restrictions. We're struggling. We're trying to find reliable 3PLs, reliable warehousing. Guess what? And you're worried about your supplier copying your designs, right? In China, you can source those raw materials in China you can take them, put, export them to Mexico or import them to Mexico, right? And your tariffs are going to be significantly lower, if not anything, right? In terms of if it's raw materials, and then you can have a manufacturer in Mexico finish it up. And then you can move it over to a logistics company in Mexico to do that final kitting, packaging, all of that. There's tons of them right at the border. And then you've only got two days of lead time. So instead of storing and warehousing your product in America where you've got higher labor costs and all of that, right, you can do that in Mexico. You can finish your goods. You're not paying the tariffs then, right? And then uh, you also only have two days of lead time. And labor is actually cheaper in Mexico than it is in China. So instead of keeping your, your supplier... With all of your supply, a lot of people are leaving their, their extra stock with their supplier in China. 
So don't do that. Don't leave it in China. If you got 30 days then to wait when you want to ship it over. Instead, ship it to Mexico now. Might pay people less than China? Mexico does. Yeah. And I like, I have a, I have a Mexico sales team because of our Evo Latam trade show that we're doing on June 8th. I have a Mexico sales team and even VAs think about it. They speak English. They speak Spanish. Talk about expanding your, your international sales channels. Um, and again, labor costs are just as, um, they're just as inexpensive as you would pay for like the Philippines. Right. And they're on your time zone. So <laughs> how wonderful is that, right? So there's tons of stuff that you can do working in Latin America. And uh, it's, it's really, really great for you to explore all those opportunities, not just sourcing, but also, um, but also the logistics, um, support, administrative tasks, those kinds of things. It's worth breaking through that wall. But something to think about, Isabella, is that, again, I, I, if I have to repeat it, 50 times, it's so important to know Mexico is not China. They're not there yet, right? They don't have the 30 years that China has had companies going over there and helping them set up factories. So we have to get good at understanding and communicating and working together with suppliers on developing our products, getting them manufactured, um, working with those logistics providers. There isn't many suppliers that you're going to find in Mexico that are going to be able to take this, put it in the packaging, do everything for you without you working with them, right? It's going to take some time. We got to work together to get there. But think about the savings. Think about the reduction in the headaches. So you're going to have the extra work in the beginning with China, with China we're trading money for time and here we will have to do the opposite we're trading uh, time for money because like we have to train them first before we'll actually start ordering from them a lot of uh, goods my question here so you mentioned the very right part because they did not get used to American market they are great at production they're a little bit stubborn uh, based on our orders. So when we want to talk to them, like, guys, we need this specific mug with this cat and the dog and the cherry on top. We'll start without cherry on top. What is the best way to communicate and ask them without proving that this is exactly what we want? Because they can tell, they're telling you like, no, it's good this way, but it's not good for me this way because I want it this way. So what is the best way to communicate with suppliers in Mexico when we actually want the plate to place an order the way how we develop the product? Yeah, that's such a great question, Isabella. And this is actually important, even if you're sourcing from China. And I see this all the time when I'm working with clients, helping them with sourcing. It's the big thing is making sure that you have good specs. So you need spec sheets of your product. I've seen Isabella, you, your company does great product development, great designs, great spec sheets, right? The better that we communicate about how we need that final product to look, the better that they're going to be able to make it, right? Because we always have language barriers. Even in China, we have language barriers. And sometimes we get samples and we're like, what is this? This is not what I ordered, you know? 
So it's very important for us to build out our specs. Say, you know, this is how high the mug is. This is the color on the outside. This is the color on the inside. This is the design, the exact design. Here's the design file. You know, this is what we're going to inspect for. We want to make sure that they understand what we're going to inspect for. You don't want to skip inspections in Mexico either, right? Um, so you want to make sure that they understand what you're going to inspect for. And the other thing is communicate throughout the production process. What we do in China is we make sure, especially if it's a new product that we haven't sourced there before, um, and we're working with a new supplier and we're doing our custom design, right? We do what's called a mid-production inspection. Okay. And that's when you send in your inspector in the middle of production. Why? because you want to catch any mistakes. Let's say they put dog person on this mug instead of cat person, whatever Their it is. Their personal right? dog. Yeah, exactly. So the, the thing is, we want to check that before they finish production. So first, we want to have really great spec sheets. And that means even if you don't have to be a, a designer extraordinaire like Isabella and Rizzo Momentum is, but you do, what I encourage my clients to do is do what's comfortable for you in a way that you can communicate. So if you put that on PowerPoint, like I love working in PowerPoint, it's very easy to drag and drop and make little lines and put text in there, right? And I always put it in Chinese and in English. You could do the same thing, Spanish, English, right? And just show them it needs to be this tall. It needs to be this wide. It needs to be this deep. Here's the design. Here's the dimension of the handle, right? We're sending that all over. We're communicating throughout the process of, hey, do you have any questions for us? You know, and the great thing about Mexico is we can go there really easily, right? We're, we're right now, China is like impossible. We can just walk. We can just do camping, to Emmy, and we can just start walking to Mexico tomorrow, right? Tonight. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, and Mexico is a great place to visit. Um, and it's, it's just, they have really great service, really great people. Um, so, Visit in person if you can, right? Like, let's work together. Imagine being able to visit your factory the same day, you know, quick flight or even a drive. You're in California. This is a quick drive. I'm, even, not, I'm in Texas. Quick drive Texas. to Mexico, you, right? Closer. I'm in Washington, D.C. now, but yeah. Oh, in, there you go. So, yeah, a little, you're not as close anymore, but it's a quick yeah. flight, right? A couple hour flight versus, you know, 13 to 20 hours of you flying to China, right? So we can really visit, we can develop those relationships, we can have those true partners. But yeah, the key is making sure you're doing a good spec document, you're communicating, and your first order, let's do a mid-production inspection so we can catch any problems in the middle of production instead of at the end when we have to remake the whole thing. Amy, beside, thank you for sharing all this, uh, beside the communication process where you have to like, let them know what actually you have to, you need to be um, produced beside the, like all these specs, which you already mentioned, what are the most uh, pros and cons to work with Mexico? Yeah. So the pros obviously are location, <laughs> location, 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 and free trade. So there are no tariffs between America and Mexico. And lead times are much lower, two days versus your 30 days of shipping times. Labor costs. Sorry? And cons. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Labor costs are cheaper, right? So that's a pro. Let's talk about cons. They're not China. They're not developed yet, right? The, you might have to work with a factory and, you know, 
work together on getting the right tooling in that factory to get your supply chain really, you know, get get that production going. You're really having to develop a, a true partnership. You're you're doing less of like the outsourcing of your manufacturing and being more involved. And that's a huge con. I mean, really, it's it's extra work. And so for all those pros, we have to, there's a lot of figuring out. And so, and then the other con is that not every product is going to be able to be sourced from Mexico, right? You could use Mexico for your, you could send your raw materials over there. You can do your finished goods there. You can, you know, avoid your tariffs that way. Um, but in some cases, you're not going to be able to send finished goods and avoid tariffs, right? And just have them put a packaging on it, right? But, um, but either way, um, it's going to take that extra work and you're not going to be able to source every single product, it's, it's just right. not going to be a viable solution for it's everything that you're doing. And so that is like, it's worth looking into because of all the pros. Um, and those are mostly, the pros are mostly the pain points that we deal with in China, right? But then we have that big con of, oh, Mexico is not China. Um, so, and then don't it's forget about- It's a good thing that they're not China and it's a bad thing that they're not China. Yeah, exactly. Like, and we have you to have just, to deal with both. Yeah, we just have to realize that, you know, China was like that 30 years ago. Yeah. And not only that, but if we learn how to communicate in this way and we learn how to develop real relationships and partnerships with suppliers in Mexico, we are good. The same fundamentals are going to apply sourcing from anywhere. Right. Anywhere you source outside of China re requires those same fundamentals because other countries are not China. So these fundamentals that you're going to learn on the Mexico trip or coming to Mexico for the Evolatum trade show are really going to help you apply that to any other country, either in Latin America, like, you know, think about Brazil actually has um, some of the highest electronics capabilities in the world next to China. Who knew that, right? I mean, if we think about all the different countries, we're planning I know for you about it, Emmy. Amy what? knew about it. You're saying who knew about it? I'm like, I knew who knew about it. Amy knew about it. <laughs> who else can know about it? Amy, well, and Jordan too. Like we're planning a sourcing trip to Jordan. Right. And there's a trade agreement there with America. So you're like really and the apparel market is really huge there. So if you're doing anything with cut and sew, like, you know, think of all these other countries that you could be sourcing from and really moving your supply chain around and reducing your lead times and everything. So let's just focus on these fundamentals and focus on the things that we need to learn to source outside of China. And not only is it gonna make us better at sourcing in China, it's also gonna open up our opportunities outside of China. I agree. Amy, um, very important question for everybody, me included, where to start search for Mexican supplier? Yeah, so this is why we're doing a trade show because there are no, there's no Alibaba, right, for Mexico. And Alibaba is actually sponsoring our trade, our Evolatum trade show. So um, it's, but it's not insurmountable. So I, I do want you guys to try finding manufacturers and try to have those conversations. Of course, I want you to come with me on the Mexico trip. Of course, I want you to join me at the trade show, at the Avalatum trade show. But let's talk about that, okay? So remember earlier in this talk, we talked about knowing your manufacturing process, understanding what 
you know, it's called in Spanish, right? What is that factory type called in Spanish? You then can start searching Google for that, right? And you will find even Google Maps, I found factories before, and then I've reached out, sent them messages, stuff like that, right? We have all these great translation options. I know much of your audience is incredible. They speak multiple languages. Um, so that's, they have the upper hand there. Um, but know what your manufacturing process is called, know what that type of factory is called in Spanish, and then start searching, start going down the rabbit hole. LinkedIn is another really great place. So you can look Google Maps, you can look at LinkedIn and actually search for that company name. Once you know it, you can reach out, right? So lots of great ways to at least start the conversation. And then I really, really recommend that you get out there and actually make those personal in-person connections. Because just like in China, we had to, 30 years ago, we, you had to go to China. You couldn't just like, call somebody in China and make it work, right? We're gonna have to do the same thing. So making those initial connections, searching for what's available is good, starting to talk about it. I have one example, you know, I was trying to source um, some flooring, some floor mats. And I learned that this comp, I found the, what it was called in Mexico. And I searched like Google images and, and Google maps and found a few factories for it. And I, contacted my contact in Mexico City, that's the other thing, we're going to have lots of sourcing agents at the Avalatum trade show. So that will help you even if you don't meet your manufacturer, you'll meet a sourcing agent that can help you right. Um, but so I reached out to one of my contacts, and they actually quoted me a price um, on this product that was higher than I sell at retail on Amazon. And I was like, okay, that's not going to work for me. But I didn't have to quit there because guess what? I can probably source what they're doing is they're sourcing it in, in China and then they're just finishing it in Mexico and selling it. Right. And it's working for them to sell locally. But for me, I'm like, yeah, no, I need a lower price because I'm selling it, you know, retail at that price. And you just gave me a retail price, but guess what? If I develop a relationship with them, I have really close relationships with my China, my Chinese factories. I could source those raw materials probably cheaper than them then I could have them do the finished goods instead of me waiting on, right now my factory in China is closed down due to COVID. My goods are six months late. I'm, my hands are tied, right? But if I take the time to further develop this relationship and go, hey, guess what? I know how to get the raw materials. And oh, by the way, let's work together because if you do my finished goods then I save on tariffs, I help you lower your costs. And now I've got a manufacturing partner in Mexico. So don't just give up at that first stop. You know, you reach out to this factory and they give you a retail price like they gave me, right? Think about what else you can do with that. Amy, I have a question. Like you have all this great knowledge and experience with Mexico, which a lot of people don't so far. Do you think if... I don't hate me if like I will drop something to the chat right now. Uh, however, do you think if my audience, Russian speaking people and not a Russian speaking too, because this podcast will be released how it is right now with the Russian subtitles on it. Uh, if people will start reaching out to you and asking, Amy, can you help me to start? Amy, can you help me? Will you be able to consult them at least? I understand you super busy, but 
Anyway, will you be able to consult them and let them know where to start, how to go about their products? Because you're absolutely right. Six month delays. I, I had the same thing. I was waiting my uh, inventory last year in August. You know when they've been checked in? On Black Friday day. Ugh. On Black Friday day. And, it's and then you have no time to spin up your advertising. You're behind the power curve. Yeah. Two containers. I was crying. And uh, like, yeah. And like yesterday we got the inventory. I was like, oh, Amazon check-in. I was not expecting. And like we shipped like three day, three weeks ago. I'm like, oh, that's something weird. So I was like, so just something, I don't know. It was a gift from the universe for like all these sufferers. But yeah, you're absolutely correct here. We all suffer. We're all like stuck with the uh shipments right now and with the production especially out uh, after the outage in uh, china in september i believe 30 2021 they reduced their time uh work and yeah now we really need extra so and to start searching by yourself it's pretty tough so you want someone to guide you because it's it's much easier to save your time and money yeah so it's very important for everyone to note that I'm not a sourcing agent. I'm an Amazon seller just like you. And I happen to be, I'm an inventor. I've invented my own products and I've helped thousands now brands launch, uh, develop, develop and launch products on Amazon and in brick and mortar retail channels. Um, so that is my expertise as a consultant. So if what, what I do do often for people is they'll come to me and I will help them work with their suppliers. I help them develop better relationships, better uh, contracts. I help them understand what to do with manufacturing. So understanding when you have a product, you need to make that a minimum viable product. A lot of people add a lot of extras that the customer doesn't see value in. I can help you understand what the customer sees value in, how you should differentiate that product. And then when you decide, when we decide together, we can, I can help you with that. Then we can talk about, okay, how do I source it? Where should I source it from? What should my spec sheets include, right? Um, how do I even begin my search? I do have contacts in um, both China and Mexico that I can help you with on that side of things. Uh, so that is what I, that is my role as a consultant. I'm not a sourcing agent. So you're not going to be able to come to me and say, right. Amy, can you help me source mugs from Mexico? No, but you can come to me and we can sit down and talk about these mugs that you want to source. The very saturated market mugs. And we can talk about how should you be differentiating? How do you study your market? How do you develop that product? How do you start a relationship with that supplier? How do you get that tech sheet, that spec sheet done? right? What should you be thinking about in terms of inspection? What is your path and concept to launch? I can help you with every step along the way, especially the copywriting and marketing and market research um, aspect of it, because that is my jam. <laughs> I love it. And I can tell you like watching how you're explaining stuff and how you're using your mug. It's like uh, English speaking Bella, but it's not the Bella. It's Emmy because every single time I'm explaining something, mm -hmm. I'm grabbing my mug. It's right now. It's like uh, Tumblr, but I usually grab my mug one or another. And I'm explaining, this is the mug. This is how this mug can look like. This is like, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's like a mirror. So <laughs> so nice that we're on the same page when uh, we're doing something valuable for people. Emmy, I appreciate your time and uh, the knowledge that you shared. Tips are great. They're wonderful. Pros and cons. 
better to know, better to be safe than sorry, especially when you know stuff up front. And will you be okay if I will share this link? Uh, sure. Amazing at home and trip uh, the mexicotrip.com as well. So I understand people will watch recordings and they will watch it for years. And to my knowledge, your trips will are starting like June. June, June something, 2022. Yeah, June 4th through the 9th is the Mexico trip. The Evolatum trade show, you can register for that at evolatum.com, uh, E-V-O-L-A-T-A-M.com. That's June 8th. But we will be doing future trips as Correct. well, future trade shows. Um, so if you're still watching it, you can still, you know, go and visit that. And then of course, if you need any help from the consulting side of things, you can visit me at amazingathome.com. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, all the places, Instagram. Just with any emails and messages you want and just start throwing it to Amy. Amy, you didn't answer me a second ago. This is the second one. This is from LinkedIn. This is from Instagram. This is from Facebook. Amy, I met you yesterday. You didn't tell me anything. You didn't answer. So yeah, I'm sure people will reach out to you a lot, especially because your topic is hot right now. Uh, so we talked that we're going to share more knowledge that you're because you're doing a lot of great things so this is the podcast number one with amy v's amazing at home and we are going to move to the next one very soon thank you amy thank you isabella thanks everybody